You're listening to DraftKings Network. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's the Cooligans, stupid. All right, we are live. What's good, everybody? And like I said yesterday, I said Alexis will be uh away this week but we have a perfectly capable substitutes christine cupo crushed it yesterday uh and now we have another super special guest you may know her as the host and presenter of mls season pass on apple tv everybody big round of applause for jillian sakovitz yo (laughs) <laughs> what is good? <laughs> it's a, uh, what's good, Jillian? Hello. What's good, everybody in in the chat? Thank you so much for coming through to everybody in the chat. And Jillian, thank you so much for uh, coming through. Oh today. my gosh, this is so exciting! <laughs> I don't even know where to look. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of like um, uh, you know, I, I think for like a an, like an ADD child, this is uh, there's a lot. So that's why I'm having the issue. <laughs> There's a lot of distractions, you know, you can have a lot of fun uh, here. Uh, all right, what's good? Mario Salazar said a drum roll. People are saying, yo, Robin Tagini says Jillian. Hi, Robin. What up, ATL? That's right. We have a lot of ATL uh, homies here wow. in the chat as well. Uh, Mario Salazar said also Jillian gets a best entrance prize. Well, You're you know, I felt very safe knowing that I was more of like a silhouette <laughs> than like a, sure. my face. Yeah, it was. It felt like a a, a, a documentary where yeah. you were, yeah, yeah, were going to yeah, reveal yeah, yeah. a secret. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is super exciting. Uh, we obviously there's a lot of uh, Major League Soccer stuff to uh, discuss because um, you know there's uh, you know we've been talking about this uh, ad nauseum. Just uh, the 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 heat. The heat around MLS and Apple TV is just. I know it. You you must feel like a celeb walking down these New York City streets now. Well, I felt like it walking through that <laughs> that rainbow that rainbow door. That's honestly the best treatment I've gotten since the launch of um, MLS Season Pass. Minus the really nice people over at MLS Season Pass, like that entrance was everything. Okay, I kind of want to bring it to Season Pass. Okay, all right. Look, that's uh, you know, look at that uh, Apple TV stealing our ideas already. Uh, <laughs> I love the Crimson Pizza in the chat just said, "Damn, Alexis has been looking so much better this week." <laughs> just, so- just wait. <laughs> Uh, so look, yeah, this is, uh, you know, fi- finally Alexis is taking, uh, you know, all the, you know, health and, and beauty and grooming advice that we've been, I've been giving him for, for years. So it's, it's been a nice upgrade. Okay. Um, so what's good, everybody? Welcome to the Cooligans. It's the Cooligans, buddy. Let's go. My name is Christian Polanco. I'm joined by my special guest co-host. Jillian Sackovitz. That's right. Uh, and you've, uh, you've seen her obviously for years. How long have you been at MLS now? 
2015 was when it all began. I think you're going to say double digit years. I'm like, Jillian, you're not. Yes, I started in middle school. (laughs) Child prodigy, MLS reporter. Yeah, like, geez. I'm like, I started in middle school. I was a real diehard. (laughs) You were the center back for the New England Revolution (laughs) in 96. I remember that. Uh, So, uh, but yeah, how long? It's It's been a minute. It's been a minute. So, 2015 is when I first started. And, um, I bet you didn't think I was going to bring this name up today, but I probably have to thank Caleb Porter for that. Wow. Yes. Yes. I, I mean, maybe I do. Maybe it's more like I have to thank Diego Valeri, <laughs> Liam Ridgewell. I don't know. But sure. it was the 2015. Port, Timbers. Yeah. I grew up playing soccer and I always wanted to cover it, but I was working at a local news station in New York. And to be honest with you, we covered all high school sports and we covered the Knicks and the Yankees and the Rangers. But, like, we never covered soccer. Right. NYCFC was beginning to be a blip on the radar. Like, no one covered the Red Bulls. Maybe, maybe because Tommy McNamara happened to be from Rockland County did we begin to slightly care about NYCFC. <laughs> but it did not make local sports yeah, news yeah. at all. And this is not that long ago. It's 2015, right? I'm like, I just, I have this itch. I want to do soccer. So I kept emailing MLS, like, you guys know all about trying to email MLS. So do I. I'm like, <laughs> they still haven't responded to one email from 2015. <laughs> you, you still get it <laughs> somehow. Um, and I was just like, I want to do soccer. I want to do soccer. I want to do soccer. And I'm like, all right, fine. Um, here's a fun story. There's this coach out in Portland who uh, was a college coaching phenom. Uh, he has failed to make the playoffs with his now professional team, the right. Portland Timbers. And uh, yeah, go out there because then if he gets fired, like we'll need someone with some live experience and um, go have fun. And I think they were like, all right, we'll pacify her and she'll be done. Right. Um, went to Portland for decision day. They could have ended anywhere from like a two to a seven seed, which at the time was in or out. Yeah. Uh, before everyone made the playoffs or half the teams <laughs> made the playoffs. And um, they not only didn't get bounced out on decision day, but they went on to an MLS they Cup. At, yeah, in Columbus. And, and sometimes it just <laughs> takes being associated you got to go and you got to do the work, but sometimes being associated with a moment or a team just helps you, right? right? The stories were telling themselves in Portland and I was just there to do it. And I kept getting sent back, sent back all the way through MLS Cup. Then it solidified me some type of job. And here I am. Look at that. And then and then six years later in Portland, we are both standing at Providence Park. That's When right. NYCFC is celebrating. <laughs> On their field. The MLS Cup uh, win. So we all have Portland to thank, I guess, right? Thank you. <laughs> for, for, for very different uh, reasons uh, between you and I. But that's, uh, that's really dope. And it's interesting because the Cooligans also started in 2015. This is meant to be. This is so full circle right now. It's so surreal. Wait, we're getting some really funny. I love these comments. We're getting some really <laughs> funny comments. Jillian, yes. They spelt my name Vela on my ring, which was unacceptable, LAFC. And I'm an MLS homegrown reporter. You're right. Yeah. Okay. So actually, I, 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 you mentioned the ring, and I, I, I want to uh, bring this up because this was one of the things I was going to discuss. Well, there's a lot to cover, everybody. We're obviously going to go over just everything with uh, MLS on, on Apple TV. And obviously, yeah, you've seen Jillian on there, so we can get... Uh, a little behind the scenes of what kind of what's going on. The yeah. energy must be a little bit different now that Apple is involved, uh, without a doubt. Okay, there's a they they installed the Genius Bar at the MLS office, so that's uh, I think that's the first noticeable thing. I go to it every day. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so there's a lot to cover. So if anybody has any questions, any MLS questions, obviously we have uh, our expert here. Uh, so feel free to put them in the chat. But we gotta get to this uh, this ring that LAFC sent over 
uh, to you. So this is a, a you, so I, I couldn't tell if you were joking. W- was it supposed to have your name on it? No. Okay. okay. Uh, never <laughs> was it ever going to have my name, and but it, I'm happy I delivered that like maybe kept people on the brain. I, uh, I, I was wow. just like, man, she has the, the plug uh, to mm-hmm. get some sick jewelry, but no, yeah, we're watching on the screen right now. The, the MLS cup uh, championship ring for LAFC is uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's pretty dope. No, they sent one to us at the studio to, to look at and to involve in the show. You have to and send it back. Yeah, it was taken out of my hand. <laughs> um, but it, it was gorgeous. And you can see there, um, I am blessed enough to have an Atlanta United uh, championship ring from 2018. Mm-hmm. But I got to say, there's something about black diamonds that are pretty, pretty impressive. It is. It and is. then for anyone who's been at the now BMO Stadium, mm-hmm. there's like a wallpaper when you're going up the elevators or when you're in the lobbies. That's kind of this like 1920s wallpaper and the ring is so beautiful that even like in the background of the ring in the black parts it's not just black it kind of has like that engraving of that wallpaper and then it has the supporter shield on one side the mls cup on the other side they did good lafc did very yeah, very it did, good it did look great i mean uh you know i would have loved uh, it for it to be another nycfc championship ring but i wanted to bring this up <gasps> because wow this is my my mom with her NYCFC championship ring. When I, I brought it over. To, what a G. <laughs> she was like, she was so excited to put this ring on. Uh, look, I mean, you can see her modeling in different. <laughs> with different I wish I had done that pose with her. <laughs> in different poses. That looks so much better. Uh, but yeah, she, my mom ap- absolutely uh, crushed it with her, <laughs> her championship ring. The uh, Also... Uh, so a lot of people were asking about this. You see that that, that blue tank thing yes. behind her, it, which is um, it, it happens to be a very a lot of people related to it, especially from immigrant families, because this is the tank that uh, a lot of Dominicans use, uh, a lot of Caribbeans use uh-huh. to send stuff back to the homeland. And so everybody has these in their home. They and you you throughout the year you just sort of fill it with things that otherwise would be too expensive uh back in Dominican Republic and uh, th- and that's what that was. I just wanted to uh, point that out. I appreciate that because I I did not know what that was. Sure, sure. Uh so you know, I'm just I just The show. gifting box. And then do you like does UPS take those? It's like it's not UPS. It's like a it's just like a a, a guy, you know. Really? You know what I mean? <laughs> I actually don't know what service my mom uses to send stuff, but it's there's like a lot of, um, it, especially in in neighborhoods that mm-hmm. uh, you know with a lot of immigrant uh, families and stuff like that. There's just like a store that does this. Takes and the blue bins. Th- yeah, they take you. Yeah, they, they send somebody to go pick it up. They put it in the truck, and all of a sudden, Nana has uh, her new Nikes. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, that's genius. Yeah, yeah. So love uh, it. Perfect photo. Okay. Uh, so so uh, Luke Sergio said, so she sent the ring in the barrel to DR? <laughs> <laughs> no, mom. Don't do that. We need that. We need that one. Okay. So, uh, all right. Let's get started. This is where I want to start first. Obviously, this is uh, week two, uh, MLS on Apple TV. You had a you had a little preseason run as well, the, the week prior. So this yep. is technically the third week of cameras turning on and everybody doing mm-hmm. uh doing their stuff but what it, what's it been like uh, uh for the you know someone on staff and on television and doing all this work because I, i'll say as as a fan and i think a lot of fans the, the, the immediate thing everybody noticed was just that the the attention to detail the qua- 
quality, especially the picture quality of uh, of the matches themselves are are remarkable. But then be, behind the scenes, what's going on? How are people feeling about everything going on with well, MLS and I, Apple TV? Christian, I'm so happy that you said that because as an MLS person, uh, we feel that and you just it doesn't matter if we feel it. It has to come through. So the fact that that's your first impressions is really important to us. And I think the part that I was talking on a Cincinnati podcast last night about this is this is just really like we've done this now twice in what's a 10 year deal. Right. So if people are satisfied now, I'm really ha- I'm really looking forward to when we blow it out of the park and we really surpass our own expectations and fans expectations and get new fans. Cause I think the current fans right now are like, this is the type of content and the type of quality and the beginning of the type of resources that MLS fans have long deserved, right? Not rushing off the air. I've been part of an ESPN broadcast where we have the best, you know, I'm alongside Taylor Twelman, John champion, amazing producers, staff, incredible people on all ends. But at the end of the day, there is a college basketball game yeah. in Oklahoma that is coming on at three o'clock and we got to get off the air. So it doesn't matter. We got to cut. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, yes. 93rd minute, eight minutes stoppage time. Yeah. We got to cut to cornhole. We, we <laughs> must get there. Um, and that Jesus Ferrer just had the game winner. We don't have the 20 seconds to wait for his post game interview. So that's next. And it's really nice now to have a place where that's not going to happen. And that's not that's not a knock on any of the former Broadcast partners, ESPN was there from day one, right? Um, Fox is now currently also a great partner, but it's just having now this new way to make sure you're giving people what they want. I I had no idea after night one, the hunger for seeing every single goal was going to be there the next day. I had right. infinite amounts of tweets of being like, where's MLS wrap up? I'm like, it is <laughs> six o'clock in the morning. You are. Uh, but I, but I'm you, happy. You, I'm the, happy we're giving that. The people, people on TV also become tech support because. Oh, they sure do. <laughs> because everyone is like in MLS, is the community small. Everyone's fairly accessible. You can just send it. I'm a, very accessible. <laughs> most people will kind of uh, respond to you. So it's like, yeah, just sort out. Why can't I log in on my iPhone, Jillian Sackovitz? I mean, you must know. I, I get those. <laughs> and on, on a very serious note to, to that point, um, Apple and MLS has been great in being like, Please tell us what people are saying. And then there's a place that I literally screenshot things and, and send them. Yeah. <laughs> and, a, and a really serious one that um, came through the other day was um, a viewer and an MLS fan uh, who lives being hearing impaired was like, hey, the the subtitles have been wrong. So I screenshotted it. And then they they tweeted me two hours later being like, I don't know what you did, but the sc- subtitles are right. <laughs> I'm like, well, I didn't do anything <laughs> no, uh, more than uh, screenshot it and send it off. all the credit. But people Jillian. are listening because they want the fans to be happy. And, and I want the fans to be happy. Right, right. Yeah, no, it, it is a, um, you know, just sort of having a, uh, a home where the league is just championed and respected and and you know i uh, we, we've had several people who've, who've worked at espn or even sports center anchors who have who, who have been like i've i have to fight tooth and nail to you know it could be a bicycle kick in the 120th minute of a game and i have to fight tooth and nail with the producers to get this highlight in in a top 10 or or whatever and that is it's nice to not have to have that battle that's so true. And you know what? Like those moments I think are still important. It's still important for an ESPN sports center to want to include that. 
But now the nice thing is, is if they can't or they don't want to, there's still a home for people to, to go see it. And, right. and I really, I really like that. And I'm pumped for what's to come because I walk in there and I'm like, I can't believe that this is our new life. It's so exciting. Okay. Um, I don't know what the context of this is, but Mike Thomas uh, is, a, is a union fan. He just said MLS wrap up crew versus the MLS review, cu- re- review crew fight to the death. Who, who, I guess who is winning between the two? I don't know. <laughs> it's a strange uh, demand for like content that. on the show. Um, I like that you watch both, Mike. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, but I don't know if this is going to be, what, is this the undercard for a UFC bout? Uh, but, I mean, you know, it would be entertaining. We're getting uh, in a pregame And show. whoever the review <laughs> crew is, I fully support them. <laughs> okay. But there is MLS review. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, there's a couple things I want to uh, uh, get to, especially the, um, obviously, this week two, uh, St. Louis City had mm. their uh, home opener, um, and uh, it was entertaining to say to say the least they've been a, a very entertaining team I, I i had asked um uh uh david goss uh about uh, lutz fantasy have you you've interviewed fascinating man fascinating man i keep i tell people all the time what was your feeling uh just getting to know him talking to him uh because I'll, I'll 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 share mine but i want to hear yours first um so at first i wasn't sure okay i was like i'm kind of getting Mad scientist meets like <laughs> soccer expert vibes. Um, but then I realized he might be like a Darren Eels 2.0. Oh, okay. That he kind of seemed to enjoy the fans and the camera a little bit. And he loves a cliffhanger. And I we, we need more of that in MLS. Yeah, he's so, a good storyteller. Yeah, but then he like would, you know, we'd ask about a big signing and he loved to give a little clue, which as we all know, Darren Eels, former president of Atlanta United, would like send out cryptic tweets. And listen, I don't know if it fly in the NFL, but like it flies in MLS, and I I think Lutz, ha- Lutz has it in him. So I'm very impressed, and I'm all for some kind of like cliffhangery, like snazzy front office people. Yeah, like there's a there's a thing I think in when it comes to MLS front offices that we're not used to um, characters. You know, we're not used to them getting some of the limelight, right? Sure. And in any sport, no, it's not normal. <laughs> it is not, but there's something to, uh, people caring about a club where they're like, they know who the, uh, the groundsman is or whatever. You know what I mean? Like th- there's an attention to detail and appreciation for everybody that is contributing to the growth of the club. But Lutz Vanensteel is a fascinating man. I always tell people, go listen to our interview with, with him. We did an interview with him at MLS All-Star. Oh, great. And he, he's just, the strangest, most fascinating, most brilliant man. And uh, I, he's had, you know, he's the guy who uh, he's played at in every continent or something, or every confederation. Yeah. Uh, per his Twitter bio, I think, where I read that. <laughs> I'm being serious. Twitter bio, uh, Tinder bio, it's everywhere, bro. Uh, the guy's absolutely uh, fascinating. But what uh, was your, uh, I don't know if you heard any feedback or mm. anything, but just about what St. Louis is doing, because obviously they, they sold out. It, 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 I think a lot of times when the expansion sides get announced, there's a little bit of like, is it going to work there? And it's clearly working there Soccer on and off City, the pitch. USA. Um, <laughs> On the real, though, I think that the idea of is this MLS expansion market going to work is like almost the last era of MLS expansion teams. Okay. And I hate to use this example, but it's just the truth. Atlanta United in 2017 changed that. 
because I went to the expansion draft, um, unaffiliated with Atlanta must United. Have, must have been riveting. I, was no, I was sent to Minnesota. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm a Minnesota Vikings fan. Okay. So okay. like, I love the Minnesota nice. I love the hardworking. Like they say, the blue collars of Philly. Like that's also like the blue collars. Very nice. Look, this, yeah. I'm trying this. It's this my favorite thing. Dark clouds, but this is uh, yeah. uh the 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 they sent a scarf. For my baby that's on the way. It's a little tiny scarf. See, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> this is the Minnesota so, we're talking about. I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna get to my St. Louis point with this story. Yeah. That Minnesota United was about 15, their headquarters at the time was about 15 minutes outside of downtown. And it was the entire front office on a folding table in a random plaza off of a highway. Okay. And a whiteboard. And that was like their their expansion draft. Right. Susanna Collins, my colleague, got sent to Atlanta. And she is at a mahogany room <laughs> in Arthur Blank's she, like she's basement. A, <laughs> with she's in swords. Ma- she's in Magic City. <laughs> swords. <laughs> I really want to go there. <laughs> it's a, it's a For MLS place. content. Only. Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, MLS Cup went there. Why can't why can't we? You know? That's true. <laughs> uh, like Knights of the Round Table swords engraved in like mahogany and like Carlos Bocanegra, Arthur Blank. Tata Martino are like all in matching suits. And I'm like, what is going on here? Like, can't we just be like Minnesota? And like, we're trying to start this team. Can't we look like a damn startup? I'm like, Suze, what the heck? And like, I feel like in that moment, I was like, all right, with your expand. And then after that, it was just like, no, like that is no knock on Minnesota. Like that's how all new things look. And Atlanta was like, nah. Yeah, And then they open Mercedes-Benz Stadium. They win a championship in their second year. Joseph Martinez shatters every record that year on planet Earth. And then I feel like after that, it kind of became unacceptable to not start off really great. And think about the teams after, like Nashville, Charlotte. Sure, like maybe Charlotte hasn't like, but the fandom, like so much about Charlotte has been great. And then, you know, like Miami had their scuffles, but like still like Miami has been good. They weren't great at the beginning. They had issues, but... Now I feel like it has to be, it's like you have to be St. Louis or bust. And you go all the way back to like 1950, the team that beat England in the World Cup was like half that roster was like from St. Louis. Right, right. And yeah. you, you, you're like, oh, this is so embedded. And you look at all the coaches, like I was just looking at, I was reading up about um, Cincinnati the other night, and I was like, oh, Pat Noonan's from St. Louis. Like Taylor Twelman, as we all know, is from St. Louis. Like yes, it he, is a he screams it at the camera every opportunity. <laughs> yeah. he gets. Yes, I was yeah. there for that. But I'm saying that like what St. Louis showed us is now the only way you can become an expansion team. Is almost like if you are St. Louis, right? So the just the the bar is uh, has been raised uh, without a doubt, and it, and yeah, Atlanta was a clear uh, example of that. And, and LAFC followed. They're like, oh, we can't be crap. We have to be sure. Good. Yeah, and they, and um, I mean, there there was wasn't that I don't know the exact detail of where the story came from, but about like the uh, you know the, some of the the legacy clubs are going to be kind of reassessed to make sure that they're meeting certain standards and stuff like that. And I I get like optically what the intention of a statement like that is, but it re- re- realistically, it's like, hey, look. Apple's here. All right. We're everybody. Everything is like very nice and shiny. We can't be looking, you know, a little. We can't be looking drab out here in 4K. All right. This is <laughs> the the pressure is simply there's going to be more eyes on us. We're trying to put out a, a really, really uh, fun and exciting product that 
we don't want young people to judge us and think that we're not cool. So there is a little bit of like, hey, everybody kind of get on board. We see what, uh, you know, St. Louis is doing just not just even, you know, uh, uh, filling the stadium, doing all this other stuff, but just like making everything look cool and and kind of. Just uh, give us a, a nice youthful vibe to everything. So I I, I support it, and I, I I you know outside of I, I support everything with with St. Louis. I, even the, the the players are playing uh, uh, tremendously. Uh, uh, the only thing I would suggest is yes. for opposing teams to not pass them the ball and just give them <laughs> a very very easy opportunities at goals. But I don't know if I'm asking for too much. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you might be. You might be. There was an image. I don't know if you saw it. I'm trying to find it right now. Um with St. Louis City and a baby in a beer shower. Did anyone? I oh, saw, oh, yes. There I, it is. I did see it. I did see it. Uh, uh, Tyler I, Snipes put it out. That's where I uh, saw it. Okay. And that, it was incredible. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it, but uh, uh, but yeah. Oh, Type you know, in Snipes. S-N-I-P-E-S. S-N-I-P-E-S. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tyler. Tyler, uh, Tyler. Then Tyler. Okay. Yes. There it is. He All put right. it out. It was amazing. And I was like, I think this is for me. This is the image of of twenty twenty three. This is the best. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it's safe. If that's the still image of it, maybe that'll be your child. Maybe I'm, that'll be your future child at the next next expen- at team number thirty. But okay. the video I'm, version I'll, I'll is hold like the sonogram up for now. There are, are drops. There are drops of beer everywhere, and this baby is fully beyond the drops. It's so great. <laughs> this, this is a legendary uh, baby. This baby will be the mayor of St. Louis in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, the- it's like Simba and the Lion King. I think he now owns. I love all this. Ben, ben Skolnick in the chat says that baby was showered in refreshing Coors Light. <laughs> oh my is- gosh! You know what happened? You know how Will Farrell said in his pregame interview with LAFC that he's going to bring the MLS Cup and baptize babies in it? And yes. Like, this kind of was that. <laughs> okay. Just as long as the baby's not drinking it. Let's no. just We don't want to get anybody in trouble. You can no. bathe in it. You can bathe in it. Do not drink a sip of it, baby. Do not even <laughs> think about it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, look, I, I was um, I was uh, genuinely uh, impressed with everything, and even the uh, also the they also playing really well. They played and uh, against Austin, obviously, they got the 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 one goal that was you know it was a whole it was a debacle, but it is what it is. Um, but the uh, uh, Klaus, um, I think the pick uh, was Joaquini picked up in the expansion draft. I believe so. I but I'm learning St. Louis's roster. I'll be honest with you. Like, kind of look at it because you, you didn't expect it to be great. You like, like, all right, I'll figure this this team out. But you mentioned the own goal. They're the first expansion team to ever score three goals in their first two games. Right. Right. Like, and you didn't just beat Austin. Like, oh, you won your first game. That's so cute. You beat a team that many say could win MLS Cup this year mm-hmm. at their place. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, like uh, they I, have had a damn good start. <laughs> it's uh I, look, it's the fan and steel effect. Dude, <laughs> that's that's the only thing that makes sense. I mean, I I I mentioned this to Goss as well, but I uh, I had met Lutz fan and steel in Germany. I went to uh, Alexis and I we went to on a Bundesliga trip to Dusseldorf when he was the sporting director there and even meeting him there. I was like 
this guy is this guy's an interesting man. Why is why <laughs> why have I never heard of this guy? You uh, knew about him before MLS knew about him. I'm a day one, bro. <laughs> yeah, you are. I'm a I'm a I'm a fan and uh, a, a fan and fan. Fan and fan. <laughs> I think that's the best way to go. I'm with trying it. to think of uh you know how to be a how do you be, uh, a, a stand and steal. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's the one. We got it. There it is. Okay, that's why I get paid the big bucks, everybody. Um, we got a we got a super chat that says uh, Omar Ramirez says, "Does Apple TV have U.S. national team TV and League's Cup rights?" I already answered that. We no, they do not. They only have. Uh, do they have League's Cup as well? League's Cup, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, and uh, and rights to the 2026 World Cup and Copa America. If it does, I believe we all know that the 2026 World Cup is on Fox. It's right? still that's a thing. Yeah, it is still Fox. Okay. Um, the and would would if it does would would that change how the world sees American commitment to soccer? I don't. Okay, we can kind of have this general question because I think this is this is the beginning of something very very unique. I think in in just world sports. Um, Absolutely. To have a a streaming service be the uh, be the home for one league, right? I mean, there hasn't really been anything like this before. No, they, they are, when it comes to this, like, they are the first. And the part that's so interesting to me is we always had to report to MLS in a way, right? But now it's like, this is MLS and Apple. Mm -hmm. So the league that is being covered is also the league that is producing the content. Right. And that's new and it's unique. And for me, it's just a matter of what league is going to do this. Next, and credit to MLS that like they will go down for being the first because this is the wave of the future. Um, I don't know who will be next to do it, but this yeah, is it. I wonder if it's a if it's a thing where, uh, and I'm sure there's a tons of research done before the even you know, like these decisions are made because I, I think a lot of times we're all generally used to. Uh, watching games on our regional network uh, that we've sort of grown up with, and we have the announcers we grew up with, and 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 it's just things are becoming a little bit more uh, global, and the world is starting to feel a little bit smaller. So th yeah. I think that uh, that approach, while it might have been the most beneficial, I think even maybe financially, mm -hmm. um, kind of negotiating that with with your in the local market, and then figuring out the national deal. Maybe it's just now there's just one place and yeah. you go there and you watch everything. And th there's there's pros and cons to pretty much whatever you decide and what direction you go in. But this look, I, I and as a MLS, you know, I, I'm going to it doesn't matter where MLS is being displayed. I'm going to go watch it. But this this definitely feels like one of the best viewing experiences. And then also, I think probably my favorite decision that I was uh, not, not necessarily skeptical of, mm -hmm. but. The the kickoff times, all that like all the games on the same day, you uh, all similar. And me both. I was like, oh man, this is kind. Of, uh, I was thinking mostly because of like my stand up schedule. I'm like, oh, my Saturdays are gonna be like whatever. Uh, and and a lot of people kind of said this as well that they they liked the, the different kickoff times because you know they they could it would work around their schedules. But this the, the last two weekends, the last two Saturdays especially, have been this like appointment television that we're not really used to, mm -hmm. and it's like. Everybody is watching the same thing. I can I can tweet and I can look at my timeline. And everybody's talking about these games it's, at the same um, time. Us putting our big boy pants on. You know, mm. you look at the NFL and you're like, that has been the model forever. Everyone is going to talk about the Seahawks game. 
when it's going on, which is Monday night, Sunday, or Thursday night football. And this was important for MLS because I and you consume more MLS than 99% of the population. Right. And at the end of the day, while we are all great, we need people that are watching it the way people watch the NFL. And it's going to get there. And that's what soccer's future is. However, there were 63 different start times last year. And <laughs> I even missed some. I would be like, Portland played last night? Tuesday? What? At yeah. 1030 on FS2? Yeah, it ended at 2 a.m. Eastern. No. <laughs> I am all for these start times. I am all for these days. And I know it's all going to get some, take some getting used to. Sure. Um, but at the end of the day, like we can't, MLS cannot be built just for the diehards. And I think with MLS season pass, there's so much, there's only the beginning of what is going to be out there. Um, you know, clubs are really going to be able to do whatever they want. And there's going to be so much for the diehards, but it also just needs to be easily accessible to the average person as soccer becomes a, the mainstream sport in the U.S. That's it. You heard it here first. Jillian Sakovich. <laughs> Soccer. That's it. Will be the predominant. Oh, wait. I have a gift for you and your baby. Whoa. Well, I was hoping that. I haven't seen baby versions yet. Okay. Oh. But <laughs> oh, yeah. This is a baby gift for you. Okay. I want to make that very clear. This is for your firstborn, but it's not that small no no I'm not, my only hope is that they could go in it <laughs> <laughs> my hope is that the baby's head is not this size uh when is when is leaving my big wife heads are fine <laughs> big heads are cute uh all right look at this rocking the season pass hat i've never I, i've never you know rocked a uh a hat for a subscription service all right i, I feel pretty cool I love that. Look <laughs> at this. Look. You can't have a better jersey than the Grant that's, Wall tribute kit. Let's go. And you can't have a better hat. And I have to tell you, I, our producer, Chris Yip, was wearing this jersey the day before our launch day. And he said he wore it because he wanted to know what Grant would have been thinking. And oh I was like, oh, if you want someone who was going to really tell us what he was thinking and those support us. It was Grant Wall. So it was really bittersweet that launching week. I just want to throw that out there that like we were all thinking about him so much of being like he would hold us accountable. Totally. And he'd also, though, promote the heck out of us, which is what I think like it's irreplaceable. But we were all thinking a lot about Grant. Yeah. Uh, and it was great to see all the uh, pictures of him at all the uh, different MLS. Uh, and still, stadiums. still, like I saw um, just happened to be in the background um, when. Taylor Twelman was setting up his shot, or someone else was setting up Taylor Twelman's shot at, at City Park. I was just, um, Taylor's a gaffer, and like, I was yes. No, he's not doing that <laughs> quite. Adjusting the lights. Um, and I just happened to see the press box at City Park in St. Louis, and I happened to see still like that all the clubs are doing it, that there was a picture of Grant and Flowers, like at a spot in the press box, and I just, it's a nice little Beautiful. Remedy. I love that. Yeah. I'm, I'm also getting uh, roasted in the chat. <laughs> Omar uh, says, uh, Christian Woods, is that you? Okay. <laughs> so I'm looking, I look, I look like Tiger Woods when I wear this hat. You do kind I, of. I like other you just need a red polo. <laughs> Definitely giving Woods. off the Rob Lowe NFL hat. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm here. I'm here for it. Okay. I just want everybody to have a good time. Okay? I also, I want to throw out there that this isn't um, like official merch. This was put out on the conference room table wow. in the basement of 106 and Park. And I happened to snag two. <laughs> and then today as I was leaving my house, I was like, you know what? I got to give this to Christian Polanco. Thank you so much. Also, Alexis Guerreros, I just want to say, we meet up about once a year. We do a Friendsgiving. Mm -hmm. I think since really the beginning of time. Right. And 
Who doesn't show? <laughs> Alexis didn't show. <laughs> he is, yeah. He's currently, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, not available uh, for uh, for the. Well, that's why he doesn't get a gift. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. Well, he. Le- I hope he learned his lesson. Uh, the uh, somebody said, "I look like a sellout." Whatever, I don't care. Uh, somebody said, uh, uh, "Luke Sergio said Christian looks like he's coaching his kids' rec league team." <laughs> Bro, okay, look, I'm. I like it's it. just, is that how it happens? You turn into a dad like overnight? Is, is it just all it takes is one hat with a curved brim? Yeah, <laughs> you have the Pretty dad sure. aura now. <laughs> I have what? The aura, the dad. I had dad aura. aura. Okay. And producer Mike, if I had more than one, I would have given it. To it's okay. You. I thought about you. I'm okay. Like, thank you. Thank okay, you. no, only the dads get a hat. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> you better have a child immediately if you want one. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, I want to make sure I. Uh, I let people uh, know because we're, we're we're already having a great time, and you know it, it's uh you know Apple TV is 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 crushing it. Jillian uh, Sakovitz is crushing it, but sometimes you need you need some time to relax. You don't always have to be on, and that's why today's show is brought to you by Coors Light. Everybody, okay? Uh, it is uh you know the, the the best thing about Coors Light, especially Jillian, you know this because when the beer is cold enough, you know what happens. You know what happens, Jillian. The the mountains. Show up, yeah, on the beer, mm-hmm. yeah, they, <laughs> All, right on the bottle. That's really, yeah. And then I know <laughs> that it's going to be a great, great night ahead. I actually thought that this was it, that the mountains were because I have Coors Light in my coffee cup right now, and I thought that the mountains were going to show up. Okay, but they haven't quite yet. But <laughs> I see that's why the the show has been uh, progressively just getting more loose and fun. Okay, uh, so uh, we appreciate it. So that's why we always tell people the mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when the beer is cold. Uh, that way, you always know it's time uh, to chill. Cold Coors Light is. Cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. So mark your calendar for some quality time with Coors Light, the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash Cooligans. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oh, let's go. Look at that. We don't even rehearse these anymore because we know we're going to just crush them every time. Uh, so thank you, Jillian, for participating. You're in welcome. That. Uh, I want to do something <gasps> yeah. fun uh, right now. Real quick, before we get to what you, you just reacted to on the screen. Apologies. Giorgio Chiellini. <laughs> we'll talk about, I love to talk about him. We'll talk about Chiellini in a little bit. But we're trying something for uh, for the first time today. 
we uh so especially since we both started in soccer in 2015 we sort of came up together which is like you don't even uh think about it necessarily but we've uh, I, I think for us because we didn't start working in MLS we had to I mean bust the door down <laughs> so it was a little yeah. bit of a different trajectory sure. but we've we've worked in soccer and we've interviewed a lot of people and this has been uh, really uh, kind of fun when you look back at, at some of the uh, athletes that we've interviewed. So I wanted to do something uh, fun. We wanted to do something new here uh, at, at the Cooligans podcast. Um, we are going to do for the first time a five aside Woo! of, of, of and, and the teams are built of MLS players that we've interviewed. Okay. So my five versus your five. Mm. So... Why, uh, do you want, I don't know if we, we were going to do a poll in the, yeah. in oh, the chat. If you, if you can do it, handle it, I don't know. But we'll see, we'll see how it goes, uh, Mike. All right. So we got, let's get this going, all right? P.S. <laughs> I just want to say I kept mind of who I had interviewed on my podcast, the call up. But in general, oh, in general, you can make some uh, some changes if oh, you no, need no, to. Oh no, no, no! But I do have an honorary. But the, I have an honorable mention. Right. Technically, like all of these have have all these interviews. You, Carlos Vela, spoke to you. <laughs> Carlos Vela. He responded. A hundred percent. This uh, also this was this was great. Okay. Oh, so wow. here, so uh, so let's get going. I'll, I'll read this off for for uh, our audio listeners. So at at striker, we got Landon Donovan. Landon Donovan was. One of the most, I mean, he's a legendary, obviously, uh, player in, in American soccer history. But talking to him also because he played for Everton, it was one of my favorite interviews. And but he he's he's up top, midfield, Carlos Vela, okay, and David Beckham. So it, it this is already wild that I've this I've, is great. I've interviewed these people, all legends, right? Totally. And then uh, defender. We got Jimmy Conrad. Okay, when it comes to when you need somebody to uh, to to you know put in a, a strong tackle against Lionel mm. Messi in a friendly, <laughs> because every, everybody knows roll the tape. That's that's Jimmy Conrad's thing. Uh, and 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 if you need a good interview guest for your podcast, Jimmy yes. Conrad is uh, is your guy. Now at goalkeeper, we got Tim Howard. Tim Howard did the show. Uh, Fellow Hungarian Tim Howard. Is Tim Howard Hungarian? Half Hungarian. I did not know this. Yep. I thought he was just Jersey through and through. No, nope, half Hungarian. <laughs> His mom. Okay. Me and him. Fascinating, fascinating. And then as, as a coach, the, the, the coach of this team uh, has to be Jim Curtin. Jimmy Sick. Jim Curtin, uh, the homie, uh, a great interview. Uh, always, he's a great podcast Who, guest. Who, by the way, has been unleashed as of late. Oh, like he has been wild. Without a doubt. He's he is here for it. He is some, he is in his uh in his bag, as they say. You know? He he is simply saying, uh, you know, like, look, I'm the Philadelphia, my work speaks for itself. Mm. That's that's how he is he is carrying himself. And even he made the comment about the, how te, he feels Ted Lasso has hurt the American sort of perception of uh, of, of managers and stuff like that, which mm. I don't I don't 100 percent agree with. It's a nice show. I have friends who write on it. But wow. <laughs> anyway, but I understand. I mean, it, it, it is what it is. Uh, it, he's, he's totally entitled to his opinion. So. That is my five aside of uh, MLS players that I've interviewed. I, I have don't think anyone thinks a lot about 
American soccer. I don't think that people think a lot about truly American soccer and Ted Lasso. Like, I think Ted Lasso is just a fun show to watch. Mm -hmm. But I think because Jimmy C is so ingrained in soccer, right. he, he's just thinking about it really it, deep, which I'm fine with. But I don't think it hurt. He's a, it's a hard I think edged, we're okay. Hard edged dude. I mean, I, I yeah, respect that. He's sure. like, no, I don't. You know, it's it's. Uh, look, he's coach of the year. I'm gonna let him allow. I'm allow him to have his opinion. Okay. Uh, so this is Jill. I'm gonna uh, show Jillian's um, list right now. Oh, good, because I don't remember it. Because I don't. <laughs> and I. So this is a surprise to me. I do not know uh, what her list is gonna be. So let's see what Jillian's five aside of uh, of of guess is. Okay. Okay. Oh, this is good. Okay. This I, is really good. I'm a, I'm a little bit... Okay. There's, there's some intimidation factors here. I see it. Okay. Uh, up top. Do, do you want to do you want to read it? Is sure. That, okay. I'll take okay. you through it. So mine really didn't have a lot to do with um, their play on the field. More interviews that I enjoyed. Okay. That's fair. Um, and I'm going to start with the front. I'm going to start with up top. Um, Javier Chicharito Hernandez. Who I've also interviewed. And he's, he's the best. Yeah. He's a great guy. Yeah. You know, kind of the opposite of what you get in my um, request so far with, um, what's the word? Being collaborative with Carlos Vela. Like Chicharito was very collaborative with us. Um, and I, I, it was fun and it was light. And he talked to us about how being into fashion now has kind of like been a mental health exercise for him yeah. of like if you look good you feel good and I wanted to focus on that and it was just so real and we were really in our feelings and we were sitting out on the field in some like um director's chairs and it was just so real so I appreciated that Chicharito I and I've I said this to him as well when I, I interviewed him I, I appreciated his he's a vulnerable person like and that. and there's aren't many professional athletes that are comfortable uh, uh, showing that side of themselves on on, on public pa platforms, even on Twitch. I don't know if you ever watch him on Twitch. He's great there. He's very he connects. Yeah, I mean he announces his own uh, injury timelines as well on <laughs> Twitch, which made his manager Greg Manny not so happy. But that's certainly vulnerable. Okay. Someone else who was vulnerable with us at All Star 2022 in Minnesota was Sebastian Driussi. Okay. We were doing like a live kind of like Super Bowl row kind of show on the call up and uh sebastian juicy no habla inglés okay uh, i think in life he does but not you know in front of the camera it's a, little, so it's a, totally it's a bit more challenging yeah scary thing um and he just happened to walk by with his comms guy ryan madden at austin and ryan being one of the best was like you want to go over there and talk to those two girls and he's like see so he came <laughs> over he was not scheduled and he sat there I think I screamed like, hola, como estas, um, felicidades, hola, 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 <laughs> in his face. And he was just like, cool as a cucumber. He sat there and he took our barrage and then he left. But I appreciated that he was putting himself in the gauntlet. Yeah. And he just came and sat there and he made an appearance on our show. And it was honestly like our favorite appearance. <laughs> um, so that's why Sebastian Drusi is on mine. Also because he was a front runner for like league MVP. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's a, last he year. happens to be pretty good on the pitch as well. Alexi Lawless is in it for the sole reason that he has given me one of my favorite moments on our podcast, The Call Up, which was flawless or lawless. Um, where, <laughs> uh, That's a Stu God special right there. Stu thank God's you. came up with that uh, one. We <laughs> didn't know how he would take this okay. because we showed him looks that obviously he was proud of at one point maybe like the one you see right there. Right. And was just like flawless or lawless. And you know, flawless means that it's great and lawless means like it's against the law, throw it out. Mm -hmm. And he played along and we 
I mean, you thought we got into fashion with Chicharito. We got into it with Alexi. And I'll tell you this about Alexi. I know he entertains. Oh, yeah. Um, but Angers, he, infuriates. He <laughs> yes, he does he it all. He is a guy <laughs> who is also, though, incredibly responsible and supportive of the whole MLS community. Just a couple times throughout my out. career, he's just shot a note when he doesn't need to, being like, um, good luck today. So, like, Alexi really does support I, the I, other MLSers, and sometimes people can be very competitive, and Alexi's not one of them. No, and uh, and look, I, it, it's difficult. I, I don't know if you are, are ever in this situation as well, but sometimes it is difficult to defend Alexi and his decisions, what he tweets and certain things, because there's, there's plenty of things I don't agree with Alexi Lalas on. But then, Same. so he'll tweet out some like nonsense or it's like annoying or it's kind of there to rob people up. And then I get messages when, uh, I, you know, my wife and I announced we were having a kid. I get a very sweet message from Alexi. When my father passed away, I get a very nice message from Alexi. It's just like, I, I, it's like I hate that he's so nice and, and he's a very, very kind person uh, in almost every facet of his life outside of Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> That's and you really know what? All it is. Screw social media. Um, <laughs> then I also have Miles Robinson because I've loved watching him come up. I feel like a proud mama, uh, super draft pick at Atlanta United. Not now, should have been a center back. Um, should have been a defender for the U.S. men's national team had he not been robbed with that injury. Right, right, right. So I am just so here for kind of like the comeback season of Miles Robinson. And when we've talked to him, he literally should be like a surfer. He's like, it's all love, man. It's all love. <laughs> and it's just not what you expect from a defender. When you think of a defender, you think of like Giorgio Chiellini, um, who I always think of just with a bandage on his head. And when I found out he was coming to MLS, I was so Excited because you think about all those big Juventus moments of like blood, bandage, <laughs> and then you know, this is a man that captained Italy to a European championship like 20 months ago, right? And he says, I'm gonna come to ML I'm gonna come to LAFC because I want to win more trophies. Gets there in the summer, and then he wins a supporter shield, a Western Conference championship trophy, an MLS Cup, and I'm like, huh, yeah, you kind of did that. And the guy's got like a business degree, maybe as like an MBA. He talked to us when we had him on the podcast about how good the Apple deal was going to be. And this was like <laughs> this was like nine months ago. I'm like, well, he has charts and graphs. <laughs> do the players ever know what's going on with anything? And then we we did like some silly little game with him about like, all right, um, where's the better drivers, Italy or the U.S., that kind of thing. And we said, all right, who has the better food? And he goes... I love the tacos. And I was like, what? <laughs> Giorgio Chiellini loves tacos. Loves tacos That's, so yeah. much. It's a good, he picked the right team, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and Phil Neville is up there for me. And I would not have said this at this time last year because I didn't know him well. Mm -hmm. um, but he gave us great value when we talked to him. And um, the Neville family in England, like having this kind of Ted Lasso-y team in, in Barrie where his – him, his mom, his dad, his brothers, his sister, his grandmother, I think it was, or aunt, like, made the food that was, like, given in the sponsor suite. Like, they ran, like, a, a lower division team. Oh, wow. The whole Neville family. And it's, like, it, it's a great story. And his mom, Jill, was, like, the team, like, president. Like, it's a great, great story. And he told us this, and his value just went 
went way All up right, for look, me. That, that's the, the, way the, up. The, bi- the biggest surprise on this list would be the coach that you selected. But I'm uh, I'm impressed. And look, and they have, the, you know, two wins in the, in the season already. So wait, what is this? Wow. Kind of wild that Atlanta is the furthest north that Jillian has been. <laughs> I don't that? get that. I don't get that. Is that a joke? Oh, meaning that the the players that you selected, like the fur, the furthest north MLS team, is that's just a coincidence. Alexi's further north. I guess. Uh, I mean, uh, Alexi lives in. Oh yeah, California. In California. I don't Anywho, know. Anyway. that's my five. Okay, my five against uh, her five. You you can see it on the screen. You people can vote here. Uh, Got the poll up in YouTube. We're gonna post the Twitter poll after the show as well. So okay. We All right. So what what uh, what are the numbers looking like now? It's can you early. See? It's early. We've only got twenty six votes, but so far Christian is leading sixty five percent to thirty five percent. Okay. That's it's early. It's early. There's still plenty of time. <laughs> That's hurtful. <laughs> okay. Let me ask though, if you guys could only pick from each of your teams best interview, who would you say? Oh, best interview just from the... Just from interview, not like playing career, like Starstruck, whatever, just in terms of who gave you the best interview if you could only pick one. Mm. From our list? From our from list. Phil Neville. Really? You're, you're talking in, like, when you talk to Phil Neville, you're talking to him about real-life stories with David Beckham, real-life right. stories with Sir Alex Ferguson. Like, it's an, it's it's insane. This is... Ooh, this is tough for me. It, it's... See, the okay, so... My instinct is to say uh, it probably has to be Carlos Vela here because I love that because mainly because I I was expecting a like kind of closed off guy. You know, he doesn't really do that many interviews. He doesn't he doesn't seem to be that interested in in doing them uh, Mm -hmm. either. And we were we were actually interviewing Chicharito when Carlos Vela arrived in the interview and he kind of just jumped in on this interview and then for probably about i remember this now yeah for, uh, for oh and they gave you yeah that was great and for like six seven minutes it was both of them and we're interviewing both of them at the same time and they're both laughing there's we have uh there was an mls photographer that was taking photos and we got these unbelievable photos of like us making carlos vela and chicharito uh. laugh like uncontrollably they like it, it was like, you know, uh, uh, the front row of a comedy club or something like that. And we're just like absolutely cracking them up. So in this in this list, it prop that moment. It has to be that moment of Chicharito and Carlos Vela laughing at the same time and joking even uh, amongst each other. I think a lot of people didn't really get to don't really get to see stuff like that. Let's often. resurface it. And also, though, credit to you, Christian, and to Alexis of like, that's where your value is, is you know how to disarm people right away. Um, the two of you with your bilingualness, like that makes the players, that is a game changer for the players. And the fact that the two of you bring that and are able to have, I've never seen a moment like that in MLS with Chicharito and Carlos Vela. And that's credit to you guys, 100%. 110%. <laughs> there it is. Okay. We, that's just, we, we invite guests on this show to co-host that are going to, compliment me yeah. as the best to the best of their ability and that was a I'm so, trying that was a solid one <laughs> no thank and you. I mean that I mean that 100 so thank you so much um okay so uh, we'll keep an eye on the poll and see uh if anything changes but you know what I'm just I'm I think my, my team is pretty strong this year okay um all right let's talk about uh LAFC uh, uh for a bit because LAFC did uh win their game they just 
They just won their game three to two. Um, who uh, they played again? Why am I forgetting who they played? Oh, Portland. One. Portland. Yes. Um, the uh, but uh, Giorgio Chiellini gets his uh, first goal in Major League Some Soccer. Some are saying it wasn't a goal, but I think that's completely <laughs> irrelevant. Some are saying like the MLS season pass rules analyst Christina Uncle on, <laughs> on Apple TV, who uh, yes, who was clearly a professional referee and kind of knows uh, her stuff. But you know, y- y- Christina is out here just ruining the vibes. All right, we don't need rules when Giorgio Chiellini scores his first goal in MLS. No. <laughs> I was waiting for it all last year, and it finally came, and no one is going to take that. Away. Or from Georgia. Okay, yeah. He has quickly risen you know, but the, it, to may, my favorite. Maybe that goal didn't... Uh, it, look, Kellen Acosta was probably offside in the buildup. Sure. Details. I mean, whatever. Like minor details. <laughs> the the main thing was, uh, but but LAFC did get, a, I thought, a goal uh, taken from them. There was the the Hollingshead goal uh, that there was a uh, they called a foul in in the build up to that, and which I thought was kind of ridiculous, but. Uh, so yeah, so that's why I'm fine with Giorgio Chiellini uh, scoring. But this, we're, we're, we have a, the tweet pulled up from uh, Opta Jack, and it says that at 38 years, 202 days old, Giorgio Chiellini is the fifth oldest player to score an MLS goal and the oldest at the time of his first legal seniority. So I mean, oh, my question to you, Julian, who Sackovitz, the heck are the other people? <laughs> I, mean, I am curious about that, but then also. What is, how are you going to defend the claims against this retirement league, Jillian, <laughs> that this old man is uh, scoring a goal? What do you what do you say to that to those detractors? He he hasn't he didn't score last year. <laughs> the man's allowed to average one a year. I think so. I think that's fine. I, obviously, uh, I'm being very also facetious. he's Giorgio Chiellini. I love this guy. I love everything about him. I loved him at Juve. I, I just. He he is everything that I would want to be. Okay. Honestly, if I was a professional athlete, and I'll tell you this, you know, we're talking about like the mystique around around Vela at times, and I, I think that's kind of him maybe also like holding on to his own expectations of what he thinks should be his media expectations. Sure. Which one thing I can tell you from working at clubs and things, players we have our own expectations as Americans. Players who come from other countries. That's not always clear when they like sign up and then all of a sudden they get here and it's like, oh, and here's how we do it. And they're kind of like, so I think players kind of choose their spots to also like keep what's sacred to them. And and it's no disrespect to the fans, but I can tell you as a sideline reporter, it feels pretty disrespectful in the moment when someone <laughs> doesn't want to talk to you because you're like, listen, I grew up watching the NFL, right? And after an AFC or NFC championship game, you're Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, whoever, they're coming to talk. Right. So, I'll tell you this: when we did LAFC, it, it wasn't as easy to, to when they won the Western Conference Championship. They're about to host MLS Cup for the first time in franchise history, you know. And who who agrees to do the interview? Giorgio Chiellini. Amazing. And you're like, this guy just got here. <laughs> He's yeah. the defender. I think he came out in that game at halftime. Um, I'm kind of looking for the captain. I'm kind of looking for the goal scorers, and yet it's Chiellini. And yeah. like, that's the kind of guy he is. He didn't need to do that interview, but he did, and and he was great with it. And he's coming from a totally different cultural standpoint in Syria. So, I am all for Chiellini. He's great, yeah. And uh, I and I don't think I I knew I I didn't I never heard uh, Chiellini 
do an interview or especially not in English. Uh, and then when they did the uh, it was the Juve All or Nothing, right, where Weston McKenney was eating putting ranch on food and, yeah. <laughs> and and Chiellini was completely disgusted. But as soon as I saw... I'm surprised he came to the United States after witnessing that. <laughs> Weston could have ruined it, right? <laughs> but they, but once once I saw that and, and he was sort of just like, uh, you know, judging Weston, as, uh, which is 100% justified, yes. um, I was like, oh, this guy has... There's a certain level of... Uh, of of class to him and he's smart he's a student of the game and then like i said he's he's into literally like studying he understood why financially the apple deal like made sense before we barely Amazing. even knew it yeah. was a deal I, i'm i love keelini i love everything about him and uh he loves the taco <laughs> <laughs> amazing uh the, the uh ben skolnick said giorgio has been on point from the jump started over aaron long yeah it's an interesting thing because aaron long did end up uh getting into this game but that, that was also a big move for aaron long to to uh not resign with the uh, red bulls mm -hmm. and go to lafc but the i i don't is it I don't know if it's a. I don't think it was a bad move by any means because Chiellini is obviously not going to be there too much longer. You would sure. assume, and I don't know how much he has like starting abilities. Exactly. And, and game in and game out um, abilities. Yeah, I mean, but uh, you you would imagine long at the by the end of the season, long should have played more game. More, has definitely have more starts than Chiellini. I would assume, but we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, another big uh, uh, move in uh, in MLS. Speaking of people. Uh, you know, being aware of the growth of, of MLS and everything going on. Uh, Nashville SC has some new owners. Uh, the uh, I love the tweet here from Nashville SC. Nashville SC. It says, that's right. We got the Antetokounmpo's. Uh, oh, I didn't even catch that. <laughs> <laughs> that's clever. Um, but this is really uh, cool. And we've and this is not the first time we've seen uh, NBA players get involved in, in Major League Soccer. But what, what was your first thoughts when uh, when you saw this? You know, exactly that, that. This isn't the first time we've seen NBA players. It's not the first time we've seen celebrity ownership. Um, you know, partial stakeholder owners. Very, very cool. You've got a ton of guys in, you know, Kevin Durant. James Harden was linked at, at one point. Um, Reese Witherspoon is linked with Nashville SC. Um, but the one thing I can say is I think that the Antetokounmpo brothers are not just the next celebrity ownership to own 0.001% of a team. I think what's great about them is if you've ever watched their or read about their story is the Antetokounmpo's are what most people love about soccer. They are what makes soccer great. You know, they bridge Africa with Europe, with the United States, with um, all three, you know, playing in the NBA. And I covered the Nassus when he played uh, for the New York Knicks and the Westchester Knicks. And they are the most likable guys ever. 100%. Giannis is the best NBA player on the planet right now. He is without a doubt. And this is a guy that his parents struggled to get from Nigeria to Greece. Then they lived in an apartment where all the brothers had to sleep on one mattress. They shared a pair of shoes to then be able to play. These guys are sold all, DVDs, all nine feet tall. Sold well. DVDs <laughs> when not at school and yet still were able to get to this Point. And it it is just like it's that type of story that we often love in soccer, and it's an NBA story, and I love that it's here in, in MLS. And I, I hope that the Nessus, um, that Giannis can take a little bit more of like, I hope he's around. Like, I don't know how often he can get from Milwaukee to, yeah, yeah. to Nashville, but I want him to be around because I think 
his ability to bring in other types of people from other parts of the world is so good for MLS. This isn't just a guy putting his name on something. Like, this is Giannis. Yeah. Did you, did you see him on uh, Daily Show yes. uh, recently? <gasps> where he was doing, he did a segment with uh, Hassan uh, Minhaj about uh, roasting uh, other NBA players. The guy couldn't get through it. He couldn't, he couldn't genuinely be mean to any of his players. <laughs> he made a joke about LeBron, and then he's like, LeBron, no, I'm sorry, you're the greatest, you're the GOAT, I can't. <laughs> and it's just, so, there's such a... He's a, so humble and so likable. Such a, uh, a kindness uh, to him that's so incredibly uh, uh, genuine. So it's great to see. I mean, uh, there's a couple of people already mentioning in the chat some of the other owners uh, in, in the oh, league. Oh, Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson, obviously, is, uh, with Sounders. Uh, um, uh, Kevin Durant with the Philadelphia Union. Um, uh, where am I forgetting his name? The quarterback for the Chiefs, uh, Mahomes. Uh, yeah, Mahomes uh, in in Kansas City current and sporting Kansas City. Yes. Uh, so uh, it's it, there. I, I think what's it was exciting to me about this that that it brings a a level of especially to younger people. There's a a, a familiarity of like, oh, I'm oh, I can get into soccer. Look, I these are. Yeah, Giannis, my favorite player, owns uh, a team. Let me at least like take a look at this, and just the, the, simply for the fact that you're seeing, uh, I think athletes of other sports seeing that, you know, realistically, soccer is the only. Uh, it's like the only, uh, not the only sport in the country, but one of the sports in the country that has there is room for growth. Where there's like they can see that they haven't even, they're not even close to the peak, and the fact that. Uh, these NBA superstars and NFL superstars and just other athletes. And we, yeah. we've seen, uh, you know, Angel City as well. The fact that people are seeing that now, I think is just such a good sign and such a good foundation for what the, the next decade of soccer in this country is going to look like. Yeah, I'm all I'm all for it. And and uh, I'm interested to see because of the Antetokounmpo's or the Antetokounmpo's where a Nashville SC jersey pops. Okay, who do you think is gonna get to interview uh, Giannis first? Uh, you or, or definitely or? you guys. <laughs> okay, all right, you I'm heard it here first. So I'm on it. <laughs> if uh, if they reach out to you, you got to say no. I, yeah, yeah, I promise yeah, the Cooligans. That's fair. That's fair. That's totally fair. <laughs> okay, I know uh, Giannis is a big Arsenal fan as well. I don't know if you ever heard him talk about uh, <sighs> Arsenal. All right. <laughs> All right. I just want to talk about Nashville. <laughs> um, okay. The other thing I uh, I want to get to, because uh, somebody uh, in Robin Zaghini in the chat, she just said Messi could own MLS if he wanted to, which is a, this, he has a lot he could own if he wanted to. Um, but uh, uh, Don Garber uh, did an interview recently in uh, The Athletic. Uh, that was great that I highly recommend uh, everyone uh, check out because he answered a lot of questions uh, just about the future of the league and, and, and you know, potential of a, a $500 million expansion fee for new teams, which is just mind boggling, but it, it's just so wild. How oh my God, I'm in the background there. Oh my God. Look, wow. <laughs> now I've really made it. <laughs> I hope I wasn't embarrassing myself. If Don, Don looks like he's paying it attention looked, And too. also because of the people are in the, are, you are listening to this, they don't see it. It's, it's a photo of Don Garber in Bank of California Stadium when it was Bank of California Stadium. And then it says on the, on the big board, it says versus <laughs> Jillian. And, and then it's a picture of Jillian <laughs> and Susanna. Wow. <laughs> We're just like, when somebody was talking about uh, you know the uh, MLS wrap up and review crew fight maybe this was the the beginning of it anyway um the uh so one of the things that that, that was discussed in this interview is the potential of Lionel Messi uh possibly coming to major league soccer and obviously going to Inter Miami oh he's coming okay <laughs> you heard it here <laughs> there it is 
Uh, exciting. Uh, look, Why do you think I'm wearing pink today? <laughs> it's a little spoiler alert. So I just want to look. I don't think anybody definitively knows what is going to happen. But we we were talking about this um, uh, last week uh, that that the debates you we see Fabrizio Romano tweet about mm-hmm. like, hey, Messi's on, he's definitely staying at PSG. All my sources are saying that. And then, uh, you know, our source, Mike Ryan Ruiz of the Dan Levitard show uh, with Stugatz says, no, that is incorrect. <laughs> Which uh, A lot of times people will lean on Fabrizio because it's Fabrizio. Sure. But there there seem to be a lot of people saying like, hey, it's not an open and shut case. There's actually uh, it seems like the the and, and Don Garber mentions this in the interview as well, like. Hey, we're gonna try to do what we can to bring a player like this, and and which which could mean I don't know if it's ninety nine percent ownership of Inter Miami. Who knows? But it's not a, it's not that crazy to try to throw the kitchen sink at him. No, and it's it's not. And on a serious note, I have no idea uh, what Messi is going to do. We're right? not clipping that part. We're clipping the part when you said you definitely know he's coming. <laughs> but but I understand where you're. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Again. Um, However, I will say that, okay, I'm going to go backwards a little bit here. And I don't, I don't think you thought that this is where this conversation was going to go. No, I love surprises. I though. walked into a bar in Atlanta and who was sitting there? Charles Barkley. <laughs> and who did I end up talking to all night? Charles Barkley. Oh, okay. <laughs> and we ended up, of course, this is going back way over a year ago. We talk, started talking about how Messi needs to come to MLS. Right. And Charles Barkley said, you know, I think if all the owners put some money in the pot. Can he just do a better Charles Barkley impression? Is that Are you capable of that? No. <laughs> that's not good. That wasn't really good. <laughs> no, 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 go. Tell the story. Chuck I, I, told me. <laughs> I'm telling you. This Messi guy, he's like, Messi, that all the owners need to give a little bit of money to bring Messi to MLS. Ah. Like, okay, sure, the team he goes to gives, like, a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. And like, I was like, like that's yeah. crazy. And then, like, I woke up that morning with a hangover the next day. <laughs> and I thought to myself, that's actually a really good idea. That it is in, even if Messi scores nine goals on Atlanta United, it is in Arthur Blank's interest to also have Messi in MLS. So while I'm sure people like Don Garber, our commissioner know better what the business template should look like. Yeah. Chuck's not wrong <laughs> when he says that every owner should throw some money in the pot or every owner has a vested interest in, in Messi coming, yeah. even if he beats you in MLS Cup. Without a doubt. Yeah, so, like... I mean, this is... I mean, In I, Chuck, we trust. <laughs> this is, yeah, you are 100% correct. There was no... I would have never guessed that that's the story about Messi potentially coming to MLS would have involved Charles Barkley in any way possible. Something people don't know about me is there's no one on planet Earth I love more than Charles Barkley. <laughs> okay. And um, so when I ran into him, anything he told me now yeah. is Bible to me. Sure, there sure. were other things <laughs> that I'm not going to dive whole, into. Whole conversation is just yeah. tattooed on her body. Yeah. <laughs> just, I but when we talked about MLS, um, I was all for that idea. I mean, if you ever listen to their podcast, The Steam Room, that's a great. That's another great podcast. That's kind of like you guys in the way that, or I like to think with us with the call up is like. Yeah, you can follow like not follow like they might not even talk about the NBA in that. It's just you really get to learn about a person that's on the other end. And they talked about the World Cup when it was going on. Yeah. And I was like, oh boy, where is this going? And he goes, you know, that finals thing, mind you, Argentina versus France was that finals thing. Uh, 
that was one of the best sporting events I've ever seen. <laughs> I was like, yes, you're, you're getting there. Doesn't and then matter. someone chimed in with when Atlanta lost like what, a 23, 28 point lead in the Super Bowl. And he goes, no, we don't talk about that. I'm still paying that one off. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So look, if you, if you look, I, I appreciate the compliment and, and uh, the similarity. If you guys want to listen to a podcast uh, like ours of, of two guys who've, Never won an NBA title. Uh, go check out this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yes. Did you see that that clip? Where, I think it was um, Kelsey Plum, the, the WNBA player. That no. was. She, I think she was on the podcast with uh, Barkley, yeah. and, she, and she roasted him about because he he roasted her about something because she won a title, and then she was like, "Oh well, you haven't or whatever." And it yes. was great. Huge fan of Kelsey Plum. She's awesome. Crimson uh, Pizza Jillian really bringing the Alexis tangent energy. <laughs> Is that a diss? Yeah. No, it is not it is not a diss because tangents aren't good. Alexis does this all the time where I oh, ask no. him uh, like a legitimate question and it really goes oh, into oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> to all different you're places. Tr- you're trying to stick to like a thing. <laughs> but that's the that's, Sorry. No, that, I want to stick to Christian's in. plan. That's this is the nature of the, of the show. The, the the reason this show is successful is because <laughs> I come in with a plan and Alexis is like research nah, statistics. We ain't, we ain't doing that. Okay? I, <laughs> The next, next 19 minutes, let's get on track. Alexa's like, yo, what about this pizza? <laughs> so that's uh, that's what it, and look, now I have a, a Mike, the producer, to uh, to, to it could be 2v1, and we still lose. Okay? Sorry, guys. <laughs> so uh, the uh, Matt Graham just said, Messi to Miami and Ronaldo to Kansas City, and uh, put a laughing emoji. I don't know. I mean, look, it's, I, I would say this, the, um, the stuff about Messi, it, it Kansas City. <laughs> Peter Vermees and Ronaldo? <laughs> Fabrizio Romano said in, in a tweet a couple of weeks ago that the the that Messi w- that this would all be sorted out um by the, by the end of February. Uh and we already we're in March. Like this past February. This past February, yeah. So and and look, it, it, so he's gonna I'm I'm sure more um I'm I'm not saying that necessarily that it it, it, it we should doubt Fabrizio or whatever. Like, I'm sure he's hearing something from one camp. And I'm sure, uh, you know, the my, people at Inter Miami might be saying uh, some other things. And there may not be that, like, uh, I think, who is it? Is it Messi's dad that handles all his negotiations or something, something like, that? like that? I think so. So I just think they, um, the reason we don't have a definitive answer of him signing with PSG is because I think the offer is getting probably a little bit sweeter from MLS and into Miami where he's like, oh, I don't know. I, I, maybe I got to think about it a little bit more PSG. MLS is sweetening the pot perhaps. Oh, I love that. You know what too? We, you know, Phil Neville's on my five aside as you saw. The man had the guts to bench Gonzalo Higuain. <laughs> right. And now he's got Joseph Martinez. So like <laughs> he is primed to manage Messi. Okay. Look, I hope it, look, it, it, it I feel bad for Inter Miami fans because obviously the the like penalties uh, that Inter Miami are sort of dealing with uh, are not not ideal. Th- not ideal. Um, but Phil Neville is trying to do what he can with with what he has. And look, they made it to the playoffs last year. I was at the game at City Field against NYCFC, um, and they it's look. I you can clearly see uh, improvement. And then yeah, hundred percent. They're sure. uh, they're getting their stadium. I don't know what year, but it should be in like the next two three 2020 years. Twenty twenty. Something. I mean, but it, it, it should. And I'm so happy it's going to be in Queens, by the way. <laughs> oh, well, I, I was referring to, uh, referring to Miami. 
But oh, yes. them too. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, getting yeah. their stadium sooner. Yeah, I a would little, imagine. a little sooner, maybe. <laughs> but no, both, but, but both of those uh, franchises are gonna be uh, incredible. But Miami getting their stadium in in Miami. Miami stadium is gonna be in Queens. <laughs> <laughs> You're already here. Honestly, and Messi's be, gonna play. <laughs> it might be closer downtown Miami in Queens than it is wherever it is right now. That ain't, that uh, but, ain't true. but it'll definitely change the league. Look, uh, look, nobody it, it w- would want this more than me. This would be just incredible and. And, and uh, look, just like when David Beckham got to MLS, and I think th- there's a there's a couple of things because th- th- to me, I see uh, the the growth of the sport in this country uh, are you know, and there's there's milestones like that. David Beckham arriving, um, you know, a, a couple of the, you know, even Atlanta United arriving, NYCFC, Orlando City, like they sort of changed the uh, the perception of the league. But Messi playing whatever, two, three years in, in Major League Soccer would be absolutely surreal. I mean, the, it just he's just he's not only one of the best players uh, to ever play the game, he's just one of the most famous human, human beings that have ever existed. Oh, there's in- no doubt. It would take MLS <laughs> to, to a whole nother level. And people say the David Beckham effect, and I think it would be the David Beckham effect really times a thousand. And... I really feel confident that at some point it's going to happen. And I really love that everyone will be able to watch. Like, how wrong would it be for Messi to be behind, like, a regional sports network that you can only get on this stream or through this service? <laughs> right, right. That, like, anyone can sign up and they can watch Messi. And I, w- I-, I can't wait for it. I yeah, mean- the other cool thing I've heard, um, I forgot who tweeted this, but somebody mentioned about... Um, players players in MLS saying that uh, their families back home in other countries, it was like the the first time they got to watch them play on TV because they could just get Apple and watch because that wasn't always an option, especially in in like in foreign markets. And that's just like another just interesting kind of uh, wrinkle to it. Even the players are like, this is great. I can just uh, text my mom the link and she can just sign up because I don't want to explain to her how to, she has to sign up for some, you know, regional, <laughs> some regional app. Yeah. There oh. were some really nice stories that came through after week one about, um, people back home in Europe or Africa being able to, yeah. Okay. They're watching at three o'clock in the morning, but at least they're able to see their son's first goal. And yeah. That was great. Very, very sweet. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so it, it, look, I'm I'm uh, I'm excited about the what what the future of um, I think MLS looks like under um, you know just watching on Apple TV. Like I, I you know I, I said uh, already, it's just it's it, just in these two weeks, it, it has felt uh, very uh, transformative. It feels it has. It, it, it's it's. It's a level of, uh, like I said, appointment television, and just a really, really fun uh, uh, experience. And you know, the, the I think it's 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 doing justice to the 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 quality on the field because the the, the you know the negative things we used to hear about the uh, you know retirement league this and like the quality of play and blah blah blah. And it's like the the we. we the players have the quality. They just needed the platform. You know, you ever <laughs> stuff like that? Yeah. They, they, there's so many, there's so much incredible talent in, in the league. And the fact that it is now just accessible 
and looks incredible. It's just, I don't know. It's just like, it's motivating and it's, it's actually getting me more excited to just be involved in soccer media uh, and everything like That's that. That's so nice to hear, Christian, because kind of like I said at the top, like fans have deserved a better landing spot, as have the players, as have the people putting in the work, as have the journalists. I'm really excited for a better place and a more organized place, a more accessible place for this to live. And seeing what we did in just two weeks' time to all the amazing people who've been working on this for way longer than two weeks, I can't believe that that was two match days into what's going to be a 10-year deal. So I'm really excited for what's to come in even a few months, how much different, how much better MLS wrap-up is going to look, how much better MLS countdown is going to look. I'm, I'm really looking forward forward to that. All right. And if yeah, if you get, if anybody has any issues with Apple TV, tweet, me. tweet uh, Jillian Sakovitz <laughs> <laughs> at Jillian Sakovitz uh, on uh, on Twitter. It's the same on Instagram as well, I believe. Sure right? is. Uh, but uh, Jillian, thank you so much for <gasps> thank you guys hanging out. Uh, this today. is incredible. I love the setup. I love the chat. I love everything about it. We're, do- we're doing it. So everybody's been crushing it in the chat. Thank you uh, for everything. Uh, Alexis, like I said, we'll be back. Uh, next week, but uh, for you know, we, I mean, our our substitutes the last uh, uh, three episodes we had David Goss, Christine Cupo, now Jillian Sakovitz, all uh, absolutely crushed us. So, thank you so much for coming through. Thank you so much, Jillian. Yeah, thank you guys. Uh, we will be as, as always. Uh, make sure you subscribe here on YouTube, uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, leave a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Download, 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 download the, podcast. the podcast. What are you, what are you crazy? I mean, you're missing out <laughs> on all this gold. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, uh, anything else before we wrap up? I think we're good. Uh, we, oh, what's the percentage of the poll? Oh, Do we know? Final, yes, final poll reading. So still Jillian, I'm sorry. 61% Christian, 39% Jillian, 41 votes. But we'll put it out to the Twitter audience as we'll well. We'll see what I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I uh, mean, you, you know, the, the, the YouTube it. chat has spoken. <laughs> okay. It was a it was a, an incredible matchup. Our our five aside, uh but you know, we'll see we'll see what Twitter has to say. Uh everybody, y'all the absolute best. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We'll be back next week. Uh tell your friends everybody. Peace. <laughs>